Yeah, tell him I said to make the sausage lean, but don't. Oh, hey. So, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Hello. Welcome to the Hungry Bleak podcast. I am Antonio Palmares, the aforementioned Hungry Bleak. I know I haven't been here for a bit, and I apologize, folks, really, but life has just been taking over. A lot of things are happening, but I'm here. It's the end of the year. Well, almost the end of the year. So I figured, why not do a year in review? Because there's been a lot of stuff going on in the geek uh, culture, geek sphere, geek spaces, blurred, nerd, whatever you consider yourself, you're a part of the community, the culture, the vibe, the flow, everything. It's been a lot going on, <clears throat> and I want to talk about some of this stuff. So today, uh, we're going to talk about comics. We're going to talk about some of the series that have been going on on TV and streaming, mostly streaming because network TV is kind of, <clears throat> unfortunately, uh, gaming. Unfortunately, there has been a uh, change in the show. Um, Quincy of um, Everyday Cosplay Collection and uh, Quincy Bond Draws is not able to make the show. Uh, work conflict, which is cool. Get your money. I appreciate it. Uh, I have to go and be the um, the correspondent for anime. But I can think, I can pretty much say what one of the biggest things, actually two of the biggest things that happened to anime this past year, very recently, actually. So without any further ado, I still have two incredible people that are here and we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk some stuff. We're going to maybe talk about food and comics and fun and gaming and what it feels like to be a part of the dawning and fire team excellence. So folks, let's start this up. I've had them both on before and they're friends of the show. They're friends of mine and they're really incredible. So let's start it off right with these incredible. Yeah. Just, I'm happy. You're happy. Let's do this. Okay. So first off we have, this is uh, the person, if I was in a firefight on Nessus or Europa, this is the person I want on my six. Um, amazing guardian, uh, great gamer, streamer, Twitch. The links are in the episode description as always folks. This is Jabba Chan. Hey guys. Hello, Jabba. How are you doing today? I am doing good. How are you doing this evening, sir? I am here. I have my lavender hat, even though it looks white in its lighting, unfortunately. Ah, damn the hue. Damn the <laughs> hue. Roy G. Biv had nothing on me. Oh. Um, yes. That's does. Do they even learn that in school anymore? Uh, only if you go for like, like more of like the design portion of it, you should know like what RGB is in CMYK. It's good for uh, printing oh. purposes. I remember we learning that in school and being so happy. Like, ah, uh, I'm glad to remember it. <laughs> the next person up, uh, uh, this is, yes, writer, um, one of the coolest people out there. Uh, this guy is another one of these people who is a wordsmith and one of the best people to possibly know in or out of the industry, out of the culture, truly, and just a true sweetheart. And he's one of the nicest people out there. And profound and if you ask him about uh, uh star trek bring up lunch sit down and get under the learning tree because this man is going to school you on all of the tachyon particles in the entire verse this is robert <laughs> jeffrey y'all hey everybody uh, how's it going uh, appreciate the invite and i'm happy to be here with two awesome gamers and two awesome people so um thank you yeah yeah uh, I'm glad to be here. Glad to be here. Every introduction I give you, I have to top it. 
And I just remembered, <laughs> ooh, tachyon particles. Throw that in there somehow. Let's see how good you are at this ad-libbing improv mess. I love when people ask me, oh, did you take an improv class? I was like, I grew up in a black family. It's pretty much the same thing, same credentials. I don't know the Pretty much. I mean, yeah. Black family or if you grew up in a redneck like trailer park how like community i think that's like improv just by association honestly <laughs> there you go so it's been a big year right i mean we've had a lot going on correct yes okay so we're gonna hit the latest the two latest things that have come down the pipe or pike i don't know what what is the term pipe is it is a pipe coming out pipeline of pipe? or pipe or whatever yeah mario I'm, pipeline you know, tie it into oh, gaming Man, oh. if I can, if I go back to Nintendo, I'm in all the Mario stuff I can, man. I'm a coins of plenty. So the two biggest things that have happened in the last couple of months to 72 hours. Oh my God. <laughs> see, these, these are two topics. This one has been one that's really been, uh, that's really like caused like battle lines almost. And that's AI art. Mm. <clears throat> well, that mm. was a response. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, that's what I want. I want people to be honest. Um, I am not an artist, a, a visual artist like that, um, but I've seen both sides of the fence from the discussion. So mm -hmm. I understand both sides, but I know where I sit. And I sit at, I want to support actual sentient human beings, flesh and blood, because there's something about it. Jabo as an artist a, a visual artist as part of your repertoire what are your feelings on ai art and please do not throw a fireball or i saw the arc energy starting to flame up behind you i needed to say something Darn it. it was in my back pocket <laughs> no but um in regards to AI art, it was like, you know, a cool, trendy thing at first. And I kind of went down the rabbit hole of like looking into it to see like what all the hype is about. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely not on looking on the good side for a few things. One, as an artist, it does ruin the work for us creators to actually make stuff. Um, two, in a different perspective, it actually ruins other people's self-esteem. Because if you take a picture of yourself, like your face is enhanced, like, you know, like 20 times than what you do, like with standard, like Photoshop and stuff. Mm -hmm. So there's also that point of looking at it. And it's like, you can you really get away with like doing AI work and make a living off of it, which you really can't. Because technically, if anybody doesn't know the app called Lenza that's being used for most of the AI art, um, they're actually taking references from different photos that are out that are already out in the interwebs, and then they're using like a filter to combine all the pictures together. Mm -hmm. So that's like if you, me, and like you know Robert Revere creates like you know different pictures of different styles, and all of a sudden like you know somebody out there wants to create like a photo of themselves, they could take our three pictures, hit a filter button, and then that's their picture. Which sucks because none of the artists get credit for it. That's very true, and they the conversations have started about um, you know, you might be at a con at some event, and you hear about somebody selling art for the low low, mm. not what you would expect art to be. 
you know, when you see someone flipping through their their portfolio and you're like, oh, I want this, I want that. You see the price, you go, okay, cool. What have you? You hear about somebody selling art and you find out that their huge quotation marks are being said, people. I don't know why my voice cracked. I'm going through PD for like the 10th time <laughs> in my life. Huge quotation marks art. <clears throat> and you find out that this person has just printed up art that they've gotten from AI art. Now, the mm -hmm. latest one that people have been using is Lensi, correct? Uh, it's called Lenza. Uh, Lenza, thank you. Lenza. Mm -hmm. And it's gotten to be more, 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 and more, and more drawing battle lines between, um, you know, yay and nay. Do you think that this is a a benchmark moment where the way art is seen and the way art is interpreted and the way art is paid for, even and seen as far as a as cost and and how artists are seen? Do you think this is going to be a moment where people are going to look back and go, remember when? Because it's not just a trend anymore. It actually is going to change things for artists. See, that's the only thing. It's not even for artists. It's for the people, unfortunately, it's for the people that do not have the talents to draw what they want to draw. And they're having somebody, well, they're having a machine technically pay to make them look how they want, well, roughly how they want to look. So it's not necessarily going to be a good thing. It's technically should be a bad thing. I've already seen like in different articles for lawsuits going against it um, for the app because of they are still in concepts of different artists. Um, but no, it's I believe uh, hopefully that it goes away soon because that's just like if you were to steal art just in general, that wasn't even yours and you try to claim for your own. Hmm. Now, Robert, <clears throat> are there any... <clears throat> Again, so 11 times I've gone through puberty this week. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, I need to call my doctor. Robert, do you know of any AI programs that do writing prompts or anything like that? And could you see a situation like this happening with, with writing? I mean, I, I, <laughs> I always say that um, <clears throat> somebody is, there's always somebody right behind me who's going to, like another writer who's going to like take my job. <laughs> so that's how I write. Uh, so mm -hmm. I feel the same way. So I feel the same way about technology. Uh, the more that this, the AI technology um, is not distributed, but is applied to different areas. Yeah. There's a gen, there's a general fear <laughs> or concern that, or even just thought that this could eventually happen. Uh, then I go back to doing data entry. I live my life to the fullest. Um, so yeah, with with as much as it's being, um, I mean, I don't want to, <laughs> but I, no, but it I was mean, just like, that last yeah. part caught me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, like, I don't want to, but I, I, I'm not going to curse, but I try to be real as when <laughs> when talking right. about this stuff. Um, it's so yes, I mean that it's something I've thought about, but this is you know you're talking to somebody who does has like the technological know how of the rock that's on my floor or outside my house so it's just like i don't know how and when that'll happen but mm -hmm. with as as much as the speed at which we're seeing this happen with artwork with with a lot of different stuff um i wouldn't be surprised you know if it did happen and if that happens then i i don't know necessarily what to do you know what I'm going to do. I mean, outside of just doing what I do, uh, I'm not a computer. <laughs> so, you know, like I said, 
even with just being a normal functioning human who's been doing freelance writing for like 17 years, um, that's a constant thought behind me. Like there's a human behind me who's always ready to take my job um, because there are people that are much more talented than me or at least close to talented. Uh, but then also you got to add a computer to that and data entry, right? So um, I'm just, you know, as far as like the application to writing, uh, once again, from somebody who does not have the the understanding of how this stuff works, always preface that. In certain areas, uh, I know what my limitations are. <laughs> so I can't sit up here. Uh, I won't sit up here and, and talk as if I understand the intricacies of how AI works. Um, but eventually, it probably will. Um, but then you'll bring somebody on here next week and be like, Robert Jeffrey was completely wrong. And then I'll be like, okay, go back to writing route three. <laughs> That's all I can do. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't know. I, in general, uh, you know, like Jabba was saying, um, I was one of the people that used Linza. It was one of the things where, and, even, and that wasn't even the first one that I used. I actually used Wonder um, because I saw that writers were using this to create images of like, you know, concept, you know, ideas or whatever. Literally you type in a, a, a prompt, at least for wonder, and then it'll create an image. Sometimes the images are good. Sometimes they are like an amalgamation, a horrible amalgamation of <laughs> fingers and legs and faces. And it looks like something from John Carpenter's The Thing. So then after that, I use Linda uh, because it, I saw like a bunch of people using the uh, using it for the uh, profile pictures and decided to do that. And it wasn't until after I had used the app that I started seeing the news. So it was like immediately after that, I was like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> and just took it down. But mm -hmm. it's, I, it's a discussion that I'm just being real because it's getting heated on both sides. And I don't, it's not, I, it's not something that, I'm really kind of tossing my hat into the mix for um, the mix of, and that's generally speaking when it comes to Facebook threads primarily, because I guess apparently I'm old and I only use Facebook and Instagram. Um, I don't argue in like typing. I, I can do that, you know, with the method down the street, uh, <laughs> the person, you know, I just like, as far as like type arguing that that's not, productive, at least to me. Uh, everybody has their way that they kind of get their thoughts out. And also, I'm, I feel at a certain point that I get too old for that. And I get highly stressed. <laughs> so I know my limitations. Um, but I do see that on both sides, it is very heated. Uh, one of the things that I have seen and the other technology, the other program that's out there is Midjourney. I see a lot of writers using that the same as I use Wonder for. And now the question is, does Wonder use the same type of AI, AI technology that Linza does? Because if that's the case, then I can't, I'm not using Linza anymore. I mean, I'm not using Wonder anymore. Midjourney is another uh, program that is other, is really, is also AI. And seeing the art that comes out of that uh, from the writers, uh, writing from writers who use it for concept art is beautiful stuff. Once again, I don't know if that's using that same type of technology that, okay, so if it is, then that's out the window. <laughs> it's something like, I think I did like a trial for, I did a couple of pictures and then that was it. So 
Um, one thing that I do hear though is the term AI artist. And once again, this is just for me. I don't speak from anybody else. AI, when you type in those prompts or whatever, it's you're not drawing. So that's one critique that I have when somebody who doesn't have a background in art types in a prompt into one of these programs. Because like, once again, I know with each of these ones, like with Linda, it was just uploading pictures with Wonder, you're typing a phrase, you're typing a description. I don't come away from that and say, I am, I am on the same level as Michelangelo. I am not, I don't come away from that saying I am J. Scott Campbell. I don't come away from that saying of the next Jim Lee. Um, that's just me personally. So yeah, it's, um, it's one of the things where I definitely understand the criticisms as far as uh, the valid criticisms of it pulling from existing art that artists have created and the concern that comes with that and the anger. Um, but the as far as personally, like jumping into those threads, I'm not double dutching into that. I got bills to pay. <laughs> it's just like, you know, like when, even when <laughs> Antonio was just like, yo, this is going to be one of the topics. I was like, damn, Antonio, <laughs> he has done my best, you know, right. to, um, this to, is stay a safe out, space. To, to say, right, to say it's a safe space, but to stay out these streets, uh, these digital, these virtual streets. But um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. And as far as like the, me kind of jumping into, and it's funny because of, with the lenses thing, it was like everybody's doing and doing it, and I was like, let me do it. And then afterwards, I was like, oh god, I did something horrible. I feel bad. So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of my crazy two cents on it because like this is gonna be the last time you invite me on. You're like Robert, let me get give me a straight answer. I'm like, uh, I'm gonna... <laughs> but that's that's the thing about the rock it walking. Is... Whatever. I feel but, like this is <laughs> this is one of those things where like it's you see why you know like the it it's an app and it's a trend so yeah people are gonna do it that's you know <laughs> they're gonna do it that first month or two whatever oh my god look at yeah. you see some people they've got like a different profile pic like every day for a month they've got like nine of them I'm like wow okay cool I didn't do it again because I don't feel like dialing another app it was bad enough for me to download TikTok again I don't know why I did it. I'm not a TikToker. I don't care. But I see why people are doing it because something new or something fresh or something there. But then when you find out, again, anything that's cool like that or that's big or what have you, you have to look behind it and there's always going to be some type of dirt and mess. So talking about this is, uh, I want to say it's going to be going on for a while. So it's going to be a top, even if it's just, a, even if it's just for the next six months, it's still, I feel like, going to be something that's going to it, it's going to change the way people look at things. And even like job was saying, people's value and how, how, how they feel about themselves. I will actually just do a little chime in on that part. Cause there was also another thing that a lot of people don't know. Cause well, first for anybody that doesn't know lens that you got to pay for, as soon as I saw that, I'm mm. like, Nope, I ain't paying for nothing. I quickly deleted it. So I didn't even try the AI mm. art. Um, profile pic but a lot of people from I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about this a lot of people don't realize that actually you know all that fine terms and agreements that nobody really reads when they open up and download an app mm-hmm. technically any of your photos that you had Lindsay use they could use for their own promotional stuff 
Wow. That was the other thing I yeah, that was the other thing yeah. after the fact wow. <laughs> that I read. So. Yeah, so your your face is now their brand that they can I, promote throughout whatever they want to do. Yeah. And I was gonna say if they want to use 10. if they mm-hmm. want to use the balding goateed black guy um, <laughs> from Georgia, I mean like, you know, I'm just being real. <laughs> but but I yeah, I understand the concern because like I said, that was that was another thing. It just and it seemed like once the app hit as far as popularity that's when all the information came out and on my mm-hmm. part definitely it was something that um you should look you know dug deeper into but yeah uh that was you know that was another thing that i saw uh yeah. one thing one thing i do suggest is it would be i don't even know if it'd be nice but i do think that having a like a discussion or a panel or something where you have you have people who are very you know well versed in like ai technology um Mm. and artists you know and just like coming together and actually talking it out but i'd actually like to like watch something like that not not for the possible jerry springerness of it but more so (laughs) just to just to you know just to see where because ai in in general is like you have this like science fiction ideal of you know what do you call skynet um, skynet right yeah i was gonna say skynet first thing i said when i saw it i was like yeah skynet skynet right but it's like i don't it's because i'm not as knowledgeable about it it'd be nice to kind of hear what the future is going to look like and then also like so what's going to happen with writing as i uh start you know printing off my you know, um, resumes or whatever, but yeah, it's but you, definitely, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, I was going to say, uh, cause I was thinking about what you were saying, but like, you know, with far as like work for us, like, you know, artists, mm-hmm. cause like, you know, writing isn't art. It's still, we're still going to have that opportunity because if you think about it, I'm pretty sure you went through it as many times. Cause I, I know I'm going to sound like I'm bragging, but I'm really not. I have my own personal business. I have, I'm a part-time designer for a food company. And then I also work in pharmaceuticals for another design company. I've been busy, but either way though, like I'm pretty sure you've gotten many times where I was like, Hey, this was great. Can you rewrite this to make it fit into this dynamic? I've gotten the same thing with AI stuff. You can only, you can only change, but so many times. Mm -hmm for before the computer like, completely crashes so i think we're okay. not even gonna get to that point where we as artists as creative people are gonna lose like that mm-hmm. opportunity in getting jobs it's only gonna work for like the shorthand i feel like it's only gonna work for like like the social media influencers who pretty much just, like take pictures with like the products and just like you know keep pushing gotcha gotcha who lord okay thanks <laughs> so, on that top let's <laughs> So basically, folks, um, we're going to eat tomorrow, y'all. <laughs> Hear that? Oh, Yay! Uh, <laughs> yes, you, 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 you will continue to eat, and I will make sure because I am hungry as well. So, uh, look, this is going to be an ongoing topic, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But before mm-hmm. you go on, before you use it, obviously read the fine print as a job has right. alerted us. Thank you. And also think about it for a second before you want to do the new craziest trend or what have you. Because at one time it was a trend for people to light themselves on fire and then jump into the tub. <laughs> I think I rest my case. I'm not a lawyer, but I think I just rested my case. I'm not putting it to that extreme, but a trend isn't always a good thing. 
Right. So think about it beforehand. Think about the people who are being affected by it. Okay. So the next topic, this will be a lot lighter, um, kind of, is Henry Cavill is out as Superman. He, out of the WB Discovery. The WB discovered that this is bullshit. So, okay. <laughs> Here's the scenario pretty much from what I can grasp. Henry Cavill doing The Witcher. We love it. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Geralt all day, all night. Cool. We get Black Adam. Okay, cool. Watching the movie. Great. Well, the movie's not great. I mean, great that we're watching. You know what I mean? I enjoyed it for what it was. I'm just saying. But anyway, at the end, if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, but it's on HBO Max. So go watch it. Then Spoiler alert. It's only like 30 seconds. After credit scene, Cavill comes back as Superman. Okay, great. He's on screen for what? About 15 seconds? Mm -hmm. About 15 seconds? Just about. It's like, all right, cool. So, man, wow, these two going at it, Black uh, Black Adam and Superman. It's going to be great. Um, what was it? We were actually playing Destiny. Then I yes. said something. I was like, <laughs> uh, wait, what? Cavill posted on Instagram, you know, very basically saying, I'm out. Thank you very much. It was great wearing the cape. Cool, great. I'm out of here. Going on. Wait, what? You just came back. I saw you like a month ago. He's gone. Then within what the span of 24 hours, maybe mm-hmm. or so, he's like, Well, I'm gonna get to do what I want to do. Yeah. I'm like, oh, the Witcher, bet. No. He's going is it Warhammer? Warhammer. Yeah, Warhammer. Warhammer. Because Cavill's a big gamer. Um, yeah. actually almost lost um the role of I think Superman because he was playing or or building his own PC out. I think it was either building a PC or he was playing. Um, he was looking to build his own PC because he, he did want to start streaming. Yes, like you know, playing games and stuff. Yeah, so like that shows you like dedication. He's like, yeah, I don't need that check, man. I'm about to get this. <laughs> I'm about to be streaming hard on this. I'm about to get this in. And now this is happening. Now there's already been a lot of kerfuffle can i i don't even know how to spell that word i shouldn't be using it (laughs) about wb and discovery we're gonna Mm -hmm. not even talk about that yeah what was your first impression of this because this happened within the span of 72 hours Mm -hmm. him being gone and just yeah it was just a whole big mess robert what did you because we are in the chat a chat group, and this is talking about. Yeah. I stay out of it pretty much because I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, so one before I jump into that, I just realized as you were telling that, uh, that <laughs> a day or two after this news happens, they release Henry Cavill's <laughs> last appearance in the DCEU on HBO Max, as if to say, y'all, this is. Warner Brothers and Discovery, at certain points, their press sucks. Like they it really does. Um, it um, so I was one of the um, and I'll try to make this short. I when I saw Man of Steel, um, I just wasn't I didn't I wasn't really feeling it um, at first. It took me two or three times watching the movie, not like force watch, but just like, oh, it's on, let me watch it. Um, Somebody, you know, let me borrow the DV or something. And then I came to like appreciate it. I I appreciate his performance and I appreciate 
everything before the the Krypton stuff, uh, especially the Kansas. I mean, not Kansas. Uh, Smallville stuff with his parents mm-hmm. um, for you know for personal reasons. Um, everything I felt was perfect until it turned into this like big violence orgy at the end. Um, some people feel it. Some people love it. It wasn't the best for me. That's when the movie lost me. Um, so it's actually, but he is kind of my Superman in, in a, in, in a way. So fast forward to them essentially firing him, him, him on his day off, uh, like Craig, um, it, um, that was weird. It, It was weird because we had literally seen and i described this to you like this inspirational instagram movie where he was like and this is a horrible british act i mean whatever accent he's like hi guys i'm back thank you so (laughs) much and we're going to do this thank you rock and the rock has been spending weeks talking about i got the brother back and uh he's coming and i don't know why i'm doing hulk hogan but he's like yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know where that was going brother and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fight and it's gonna be great and I'm revitalizing the and and we've had months of this <laughs> we've had months of this and now because with this restructuring you know Cavill releases this release and it was it was very polite and he was like I talked with them and it ain't gonna happen after them verbally telling me that I was coming back so he was he was he did he did that much better. I think that I don't like it because, and I told you guys, I told you this, Antonio in the chat, this is comic books. I love comic books, but this shit is insane at times. So you could have found a way to bring him in with the same face. If you rebooted this universe with the same face that he had before, it'd be like, you could, it would be like, you know, when they replaced on Viv, you look different on Viv. They could have said something like that, but it just it with the new structure that they're trying to build where it seems as if they're disregarding everything that came before everything that came before uh for this new reboot universe it kind of feels bad that he is now being pushed to the side uh after being promised a job <laughs> so uh or at least a, a handshake so i i'm not necessarily a big fan of it i think the way they did it was kind of grimy but two days later, he's like, I got a job that's also going to bring me more money as an actor, as an executive producer, possibly as a showrunner and whatever else marketing and, you know, just merchandising. So he he's he OK. <laughs> he's all right. But okay. um, I do think the way in which they did it is not reflective is actually reflective of what of how Warner Brothers Discovery has been doing things in D.C., since the beginning of the Snyderverse. It seems like there's no plan. I, I enjoy some of the movies, but it seems like behind the scenes, even when they do good behind the scenes, it always feels like it's like a house of cards. And as somebody who li- loves DC Comics, as far as like the characters, the worlds, the universe, and all of this stuff, and, and have, has enjoyed uh, some of the stuff that they've done as far as film, um, I, it's disappointing, especially to kind of do the, do him like that. But like I say, he's still a millionaire. I'm still <laughs> struggling to pay off my college debt, so I don't really <laughs> – I mean, like, he's going to be all right. Um, 
so it's weird. It's just weird. It seems kind of janky. Um, I hope they do well with whatever they're doing in the future, but I'm not going to sit back and say like, I'm not going to watch any more DC movies because he's not there. Um, no, I'm a, I'm a damn nerd for this stuff. <laughs> I'm just still going to go out and see it. I mean, and for the people who are like riding with him that hard, I'm like, yay, y'all, y'all do that. Um, but I will still be there to kind of see what comes down the line because I stuck through all this other stuff, unless it's like, blatantly offensive. I went to go see Black Adam in the theater. I had stupid fun with it, but I probably should have waited until HBO Max, but is what it is. I mean, uh, so kind of my two cents on it. Yeah. Um, before I go to Jabba, uh, Takia Marie, friend of the channel, incredible artist. Uh, she was saying that she, uh, she has a comment, just read they cut Superman and Wonder Woman's cameos in the Flash movie. First off, we shouldn't even have a Flash movie. Thank you very much, uh, Takia, because of um, that individual who is playing the Flash is a hot basura, mm-hmm. um, basically. So, yeah, what have you. Jabba, your opinion on Cavill being kicked. That didn't even work. I thought that would sound cool. That was horrible. Jeez, what the hell? Yeah, Jabba. But you, yeah. So, I I really don't have like any problem with uh, Henry Cavill playing Superman. Um... I thought it was fine. I just didn't like the storyline that they had going for him as Superman. Mm-hmm. So, like Man of Steel, trash. Batman vs Superman, trash. The Justice League movie, trash. So the only movie I liked him in was in the Justice League uh, movie, the Snyder version, mm-hmm. and that's it because the storyline was correct. So, and I'm not saying this because yes, I am. I am a Batman bias, but still, I like Superman as well. I grew up on it as a kid, like you know, watching like the the animated movies and cartoons stuff like that. So, I just feel like I kind of wish they would stick with like at least like one actor for the character, so that way you don't have like another reboot. Because mm. like it's like Batman all over again, where we've had multiple Batmans. Yes, your parents were shot. We know that you're a broken down orphan who has like millions of dollars. So it's like, we get it. We know. Superman really doesn't get rebooted as much, which is fine because before Henry Cavill, I had um, the late and great Christopher Reeves as my Superman. So, and with the movies that he had, it wasn't a reboot. We knew what happened from the first movie and just kept moving. So, I mean, like, and like, I was excited to see him in black adam as like a cameo because like it would have been great to see like you know those two go at it but it's like dc just need to get their act together they're great with animated movies but live action they're 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 fumbling uh, there's no <laughs> lie said there at all Look, well, I was gonna, <laughs> they fumbling just as bad as fredo and um the first godfather Oh God! <laughs> I don't know, man. That's a toss up for me. I'm gonna be real with you, man. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> that was with you. that was definitely the way he tossed up that gun. Uh, anyways, but I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> it's my favorite Look, part. I, one of my favorite parts of that movie. Um, but yeah, it's a mess over there. I don't know what's going on. Um, people have said that they need someone to be a Kevin Feige. They get in Gun and they get in who was the other gentleman that they brought in? <laughs> they just called Gun and the other dude. <laughs> like nobody knows this guy's name. And like the like I 
I always try to make sure to Google his name because yeah. just to put it all on Gunn's shoulders, um, and this could turn into a long discussion about that whole thing. Whatever they were going to do was going to be messy. That's I've always felt that like as soon as they announced that they had their gun for the creative side, I think it's Safran uh, for more of the kind of producer executive side. Mm-hmm. I felt that they were going, I mean, it just, you know, opinion wise, no Hollywood insider BS that, uh, that I know about, but opinion wise, I just always still felt that they weren't going to stick with what came before. And this might just be a part of that ugliness that was about to happen, but they literally told this dude that, hey, you good. <laughs> you were good. If they hadn't done that, then maybe it wouldn't have, if that hadn't been in the news and he, once again, he hadn't put out that inspirational, um, you know, looking video of him, like as Superman looking up at the sky and then telling the fans like, thank you so much. Uh, it probably wouldn't have kind of stung as much or maybe not even stung, but yeah, like I said, the guy had a job. They were like, no, nah, you don't. And he was like, oh, okay. So, and that was that. But yeah, it's going to, and it's going to get uglier. I mean, you see that with what happened with Petty Jenkins. Uh, the fact that they're put, still putting out The Flash is like, they got to make money. But this guy has been running around the world like, sorry. Acting they, a fool. They have been, right. They have been running around the world like a crazy, whatever, Carmen San Diego. Like just like busting into people's houses, He's like you got the cookies, and then just you know running oh. out and punching them, and literally like For a years. lot of stuff. So there's a lot of ugliness problems that they're having, and it's it's probably going to get <laughs> harder to like watch this news come out before it gets easier, and maybe at the end of it, I'll finally get my Rocket movie. Icon and Rocket. Mm. Um, actually, I could do it on Icon. I mean, but mm. Icon's cool. But Rocket, <laughs> Icon and Rocket, Static Shock, Hardware, yeah. Green Lanterns, an actual space opera. And then it'll be beautiful. Maybe it will be. But right now, it's just like, it is, it's kind of harsh. It's just, yeah, because kind of D- DC's all over the place. And I am looking at chat right now from, like, obviously, your stream, because representing. Um, <laughs> DC is a hot mess. But I feel like in... I don't know if you guys would agree with me, especially for people that are watching. I think the only person now that they have right is Amanda Waller because Viola Davis. Yeah. I'm like, keep her. As much as I hate the character, mm-hmm. keep her because she's a good actress. And I like what she does with Amanda Waller. Pain in my ass. I'm sorry. Pain in my butt. But keep her. Don't replace her. Don't get rid of her. Don't do nothing. Just like, you know, keep that woman. The only way they could make Amanda Walla better is if they got CCH Pounder to play her. That's the only way. And I love me some CCH Pounder. She's awesome. But yeah, that's actually the only person that they. I'm trying to think about everybody else. Shazam. I mean, I, I've actually been. I'm not as much. Uh, so I can't sit back and say like I'm a Shazam fan and they've got it correct. But I, I actually like what they've done with with Shazam. Um, and it would be cool if there was a way that they could bring Zach Le- Zachary Levi and mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. crew into whatever new universe they try to build. Um, I yeah. don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Wonder Woman is still. We still have. Um, oh, jeez, I forgot her name. I'm sorry, Jericho Wonder Dove. Woman fans. Yeah. yeah, she's still on. We still have Jason Momoa for Aquaman. Mm-hmm. We still have 
Ben Affleck for the Batman. Um, like I said, Flash is is gone. Uh, and I know with Cyborg, there's already issues with them anyway. So, like with sure. the, yeah, with the uh, with Warner Brothers and stuff. So, like it's, it's very very janky. And and just to get for Black Adam, I will still keep the Rockets Black Adam. I I don't mind. It's just the other the other uh, actors which I was so mad at, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody for Black Adam, but for um for uh Doctor Fate, I want more. Yes, because it was it was good. Hawkman, I was very nitpicky. I'm sitting, there, I'm like. You're supposed to be an alien, and technically, in one comic line, you were trying to take over Earth. So I'm like, how are you with these people? Like, let, let's talk about that. I could spin that into that. That would be a whole other discussion. Uh, honestly, right. I think that was their way of almost loosely playing a tribute to Black Panther because look at that way that he went out of the ship. He was doing a Wakanda forever. Oh, of and course. Fell, the haircut is very similar to how he had his haircut in. I'm trying to think of the, the comic, but how he had it. He, I, Aldous Hodge was actually before they cast Chadwick. Aldous Hodge was my pick for playing mm. Black Panther because he okay. has martial arts background. He's got the look, the five, everything. But yeah, there were issues with that movie. I look. I'm gonna be honest with you. This was one of my biggest gripes with this movie, and I will die on this hill. Why did he not have a shirtless scene? That made no sense. The brother is jacked, yoked. This man has muscles on top of muscles. He's chocolate, living chocolate muscle. Yeah. No, no that makes no sense. <laughs> living chocolate muscle. My here here was my only gripe. Like I said, you are like he is literally Hawkman is an alien. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Where did his wings go? Like they're supposed to be stayed on his back. These like magically come out like metallic feathers. I'm like, no, they're supposed to be like animal feathers growing at your back. What at? Where, where was this at? But are they even going to make him down to Gary? And that's a whole other thing. I know we could probably talk about this for a long time. I'm sorry. 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 <laughs> so basically, um, WD, WB discovered a way to mess up. And that's my last joke about that. So, so let's get to the meat of the sandwich. Okay. We've been through the wonderful, the brioche and we've gotten through the Gruyere and we've hit some of that wonderful sauce that's in there. Let's get to the meat. Let's get to the honey roasted Turkey of it. Is anybody else hungry? Nobody? Just me. Okay, cool. So basically we're each going to give our picks um, for different topics. That's why I have this illustrious panel here um, to hit these topics. So first thing I'm, I'm going to start us off with movie. Okay. So, for me, the two geek-centric movies of 2022, I'm going to say straight up, you can probably already figure it out. There's two of them because I really loved them both. Um, one was The Batman. I really enjoyed this. Um, I needed that darker, um, uh, just more detective vibe of it. When they really did say that it was going to be like Batman mixed with Seven, they weren't joking and they made it really well stand out for me obviously Pattinson but stand out for me Paul Dano as the Riddler uh this guy's always been kind of like a background actor but he's one of the, but he's this new crop of character actors which I really enjoy and dig he's always got this kind of um like you always notice him in scenes but you go but he's there but you he, he pops out I don't know how to actually describe it but he's always there so to have him be Riddler and for, I don't believe it, and his name wasn't Enigma either, right? It, it wasn't Edward Enigma, correct? 
if I'm remembering um, correctly, they didn't do that, which I'm glad. No, because I think he changed up his name in the movie, if I, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I think yeah, so. I loved it. It felt almost like a little bit of a horror. And before the movie, I read through um, uh, The Long Halloween, which is one of the best Batman stories you could. I meant to read it and then put it down. Next thing I knew, I was done with it because yep. it held me that good. Mm -hmm. So watching this, outstanding. I loved every moment of this. Now, my other one, obviously, this is not going to be a surprise to anyone. Ibombe. Ibombe. I mean, <laughs> Black Panther, Wakanda forever. How are you not going to say? Yeah. One of the most poignant. And yes, there there is huge quotation marks. Again, fan service, which is what some people were saying because they don't know how to tell a story. Um. It, and it was a tribute to Chadwick, who had passed. And they, in the beginning of the movie, they shut down everyone who has the same, well, we, need to re we, we, we need to recast, we need to recast. They shut that down in the first minute of the movie. No. And then we get this, and it mirrors the first movie so perfectly of it being, it's the challenge. The first movie, the whole movie was the challenge. This movie was Shuri challenging but it was more of an internal challenge how can i live up to t'challa how can i do this and faith and versus science and having these two again mirroring nations of people of color both having this incredible uh, uh most prized like a mineral there's the, the resource on earth vibranium and coming together or trying to at least in a point and then immediately being repelled by each other and going into this huge war. This movie was a roller coaster of you had some humor, you had some chills, you had, again, some fan service, you had moments of Easter eggs, but it was about us also processing grief because realize this crew is processing grief twice. Once in real life and now again in this movie, but it wasn't just them processing it in a grief way, but also processing as far as a tribute, a celebration of not only King T'Challa, but also of Chadwick. Gonna be honest with you, I teared up a couple of times during this movie because it had me. I was so mad that I had to go to the bathroom. And when I went to the bathroom, it was at the worst time because I came back when I went out, Namor, who, amazing, to say Namor and not Namor, yeah. It's, it's no longer Namor, it's Namor. I don't care how he says it in the comics, it's Namor. Okay, especially because Afro-Latino, yes, I'm saying Namor, okay? I don't care what you say, Papa, we're saying Namor, okay? I'm going to put a little saison on that. You're going to respect it. He was tapping on the glass. I came back, spoiler alert, obviously. Queen Ramonda was dead. I said, wait, hold on, wait, what What happened? I know people was looking at me like, shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't have left. Should have just went on yourself. Should have just went on yourself. One of the most beautiful movies of the year uh between the music and the beautiful people in this movie and i mean not just the cast like the the, the main cast but also people in the background it just beautiful and the water and lupita learning to swim for this movie ryan coogler learning to swim for this movie that's dedication and, and that's love so black panther wakanda forever 
T'Challa will always be remembered in the MCU. And the tribute was beautiful in the beginning. But Chadwick will always be remembered as well because he was our king. And I'm very happy and very proud that I got to experience him on this planet for as long as he was. Because he may be gone physically, but we can always know that he's still there. We can watch him. We can celebrate him. We can cheer him. And whoever he's going to inspire along the way will still have that energy, that vibe that Chadwick had. So thank you. Thank you very much for that movie because it was needed. Uh, your thoughts on either one of those movies? Uh, we'll go with Jabba. So movies for 2022 is going to be the same as yours. It was the Batman and obviously Wakanda forever. We will go for Batman first and then we'll do Wakanda after. I liked the Batman, like I said, even though it's been another reboot, but it's a reboot in a different way because literally this is Batman like in like his first two years. So they even stated in the movie of his first two years in the bat suit. He still doesn't know what he's doing. Mm -hmm. So like, he's still trying to process that. And that's something that you don't see. And especially another reason why I liked the Batman is because they show characters that are not always highlighted in like Batman movies, unless you, and they feel like, you know, you know, like, for example, they had a, they had a, was it, Mark Falcone or like the premiers, like the mob, the mobsters yeah, uh -huh. that were in there. You don't really don't hear about them in like the main movies. It's like, okay, we got the Riddler. We got like, you know, the Penguin, the Joker, um, Harley Quinn and all those, but you don't hear about the actual true, true villains in Gotham. You might, if you like, if you watch like the animated shows, yeah. Or if you watch the TV show Gotham, you'll hear them pop up because they, they were playing a big part in them. So that was good. And I'm like, that's what I liked about it. And now I would say, and I'm stating this, I would say that Robert Pattinson does fit the Batman Bruce Wayne role for that movie because he is still learning how to be a vigilante and still also try to run a multi-dollar business versus where like all the other Batmans that we've seen they're more established. They're playboys. Like, you know, they know how to like make money and get one at the same time. Robert Pattinson, you don't know what you're doing. He barely probably know, barely probably know how to put on like, you know, a pair of pants, a pair of drawers, whatever. But it's like, that's fine. You're human. Like, so you're still trying to understand stuff. Uh, cinematically, it was great. Loved it. Um, the penguin, the penguin did not know that that was, um, what's his face? Uh, Colin Farrell. I did not know that. I'm like, that prosthetic stuff? Chef's kiss. It's amazing. That was good. That was extremely good. Um, so yeah, so with that one, I would sit there and watch it over and over again. Great movie. Great Batman movie for me. Now, we're going to talk about Wakanda. Two words. Emotional damage. I saw it. I saw it the night that it came out, and I'm sitting. There, I'm like, nobody hasn't seen this yet, and I need an adult. I'm seriously going through the mo the emotions. Like you said, when they first started it, they're like smack in the face. We're gonna have you. We're gonna have you like you know get into your feels. I'm like, oh, they doing this now. Mm -hmm. uh oh, okay, all right. Cheered up about that. 
watched the movie. I loved how both parties played together and against each other at the same time, which was amazing. My favorite line for anybody that doesn't know, need to watch it. You bald-headed demon. <laughs> if you don't know, you will know when you watch that movie. And I swear, Angela Bassett needs to get an Oscar for that role. Because you could feel her emotion when she was giving it. You can feel it. And then towards the end, and I'm, I'm I kid you when I was when I was watching this with the because there's other people in the theater, it wasn't that pack which is which is pretty good. I knew that Rihanna song was gonna be the ending song. I lost it. I'm like, damn it. And when they rolled the title for Wakanda Forever, I literally peeped this couple. We all did the salute, and it wasn't we went, didn't even say nothing. It was just like. You knew once you saw that title, like you just had to show your respect. And I'm like, that movie cast was great. Like the the emotions, the acting was great. I just can't watch it right now because like I feel like I'd be grieving all over again because that was just too much for for me. So I'll wait until next year. Like, you know, maybe like the new year, next two months to rewatch it. Mm -hmm. But still, great movie. Loved yeah. it. Uh, Robert. So for me, um, you mentioned The Long Halloween. The Long Halloween is my favorite Batman story of all time. Uh, I know people will sit back and say, um, what is it? Um, the Dark Knight, you know, Frank Miller. Oh, yes. Or Year One, year one. Or, yeah. or whatever. But for me, uh, there's something about The Long Halloween that just kind of hits. And I think it's what something that uh, Java mentioned that it delves more into <clears throat> the the mob. It delves more into the um, the street crime before what they say and the, what they call in the books before the freaks came in. So, you know, the Joker, the two faces, mm -hmm. the penguins, everybody who has to fall into a vat of acid or get shot in the face to become a bad guy, you know, whatever. Um, this is like kind of the gritty. Uh, if I my my favorite Batman stories sometimes deal with more of like the homicide life on the street, or like Law and Order side, you know, side of things. So when the Batman came out um, with Robert Pattinson, and you know, it it has this like seven vibe, and if you watch David Fincher, like he does crime very well. He, if you watch Mindhunter 7 or even the um, the one about the serial killer out in, um, I cannot remember the name of this movie. It's going to irritate me. But the um, serial killer out in California, that's the vibe that when I saw this trailer that that movie had. And I was hyped. I had Zodiac. no people. What was that? Zodiac. Uh, the yeah. Zodiac? Yeah. yeah, it had a Zodiac vibe. So like. They they had me from jump just from that because that's what that's the world that I want Batman to play in much more like the the you know the the street crime plus like the serial killer side of things. Uh, so while people were complaining about Robert Pattinson being from Twilight and now playing Batman, I'm sitting here geeking out. And also you have to realize that this man has done other stuff since Twilight and is a very very good actor. So going into the movie. All of that, the the directing style, the um, you know the the um, 
inspiration as far as the source material, I was there. So the trailer hit and I'm like, I'm even more there. I go see the movie and I'm like fully just immersed in, in, in this world and in this take. Um, excellent movie, excellent acting. The part that disturbed me the most though was the mass shooting at the end. And, mm-hmm. and it was to take a character like the Riddler and to give him not even a serial killer background, I'm sorry, spoilers, but also to make him the catalyst for this, this movement of incels to go and kill people. That is more disturbing than anything else that happens in that movie. Uh, and there's some dark stuff that happens. So when there was just a bunch of like disenfranchised dudes like shooting people, that happens in our real world. And some people may say that's sensationalistic, but I'm like, y'all, we got to be real. Like this, this, it's easy for somebody to walk into a grocery store and shoot people because they're black. It happened. So that's what disturbed me about that movie. And the fact that they had that in there, it was just like, uh, it, it just worked. So jumping forward, jumping now to Black Panther, which is emotional for another, uh, you know, on a totally different level. Um, we knew, we had seen the discussions about don't replace T'Challa. You know, this ain't my T'Challa. You know, this is, or like, or, you know, bring him back or, you know, recast. And we're sitting through like, remember he passed in 2020. So we've had like 2021, 2022 to sit back and watch this movement of people being very upset that this movie, that this movie is going to be made without uh, Chadwick. And I've, and I've told you, Antonio, it was one of those things where I've always felt that Disney and Marvel were damned if they did, damned if they didn't. Mm-hmm. And I think what they did more of was there had to have be some hard conversations had with Coogler and the, and the, and the creative you know crew of that. And, I wouldn't have wanted to have made that decision um, <clears throat> to go along or just to kind of you know keep moving forward. But what we got out of it for me was something amazing. Um, I, I enjoyed the movie a lot. It, from that opening scene, it hits hard, and this it's like this movie is about grief, and it, and it's weird because you don't expect that from like a big budget superhero movie. Um, and something that you think is going to make like a billion dollars, but it's like this kind of thread throughout. And you're like sitting in the theater for like close to three hours. Like, you know, should I be choking up this much? <laughs> should I be like, you know, about to like on the edge? It's like, but I'm just like, this is my popcorn and I'm just like sodas and I'm like in the movies. But it's like you're you're having a home going um, for somebody we ain't never met. But we acknowledge like the man's importance, and then to see them have to intertwine that within the storyline was huge. Um, so performances were good, the story was good, uh, the action was good. Namor killed it. Um, that I them bringing the that world to life, the underwater civilization was excellent. And the thing that messed me up, and my wife will tell you. And spoiler, um, for anybody who hasn't seen it, uh, five, four, three, two, one. When they announced, when that boy, when his son gave his name as Toussaint, I was done. Because when I was in high school, Toussaint Levator, and I know I'm mispronouncing it, was like, um, because I write I write better than I speak. 
um, when I was in high school, Toussaint Louverture was like a historical hero for me. So when, and I know like I, there was a, I actually, I could hear myself just like kind of catch my breath <laughs> because then being in Haiti for that scene and also the significance of giving that boy that name, if you know anything about Toussaint Louverture, um, was huge for me. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not Haitian. I'm, I'm folks are from Alabama moved up to Chicago. I think like the only bit of Island that I got in me is from, um, um, it's uh Grenada. Yeah. Grenada. My, my folks in New York are from Grenada, but so I don't have any connection to Haiti, but when I was in high school and learned about Toussaint, um, Laboratory, that was a huge thing. So when they announced his name in that, I knew that Kugler and Cole, the two guys who had written the script for this, had done their homework in the midst of just doing, making this as emotional and as epic as they could. So those two definitely are really good choices. Um, you know, for like you said, the move, you know, your movies of 2022. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, that's all I can say about them. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. They just, yeah, those were the two best movies I could have possibly, and not even just in Geekdom, I'm going to say, but in general. Those two movies just brought, because they still are in my head. I still think about scenes from them. If a story sticks with me, even after I've seen it or read it or listened to it, that means something to me. That story, if it's still in my head, like, how did they do that? Well, that scene, no, wait, that character couldn't have, if I'm still doing things in my head like that, it stuck with me. So, yeah, um, can't wait for Black Panther uh, uh, Wakanda Forever to come out on yeah. uh, on DVD because I'm getting it. I'll watch it on uh, Disney Plus. Yep. Y'all gonna, yep. I'm even gonna get a recipe for Jollof rice. Y'all gonna get sick of me. Y'all gonna be sick of my ass for real. All right, so we're gonna throw up to Java and games in 2022. I have been sheltered. I have not played a lot of games aside from Destiny and yeah, that's how sheltered I've been. I know I played other games. I cannot think of other games I played because Destiny has had in my head. But what has been like the game of the year for you? Okay, so for people that don't know, I don't play like the basic, like, you know, Call of Duty, Fortnite, or Minecraft, because those are just not my things. I'm more of like the storytelling, RPG, like, you know, adventure type of gal. So at least the games that I played, I just, I finished playing um, Horizon Forbidden West. That was on the PS, that was on the PS4. And then I just got into God War Ragnarok. Um, I haven't really touched too much on that because there's been another game that came out, which took, which kind of like took my money, which was also Crisis Core, that just got re-put on the system. So I'm like, mm, uh, I'm going to be busy. But we could talk about uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, it's technically the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn that was on the PlayStation. Um, it's one of like the PlayStation exclusives. The game, even from like the first one, the game visually is amazing. Like, and they're they're produced by Gorilla, I think it's called Gorilla Studios, Gorilla Entertainment or something like that. I think I forgot the actual name of their thing, but I know I followed their social media and stuff like that. But um, their game is visually amazing. It's based like post-apocalyptic um, Earth where like, you know, kind of like almost like terminator type of thing where like machines take over and like we're back into like our survival like um caveman 
scenario in a sense uh your main character is uh aloy which is a female so woot woot, um for the females but with this one they were so diverse and i'm pretty sure for anybody that watched me streamed it because i did stream it and i beat the game on on twitch obviously you can follow me on twitch with my promos on there but um visual like Visually speaking, like it's so diverse, like you can't just pick out just like only white people. Like you could tell from like Asians, Latinos, mixed blacks. It was it was amazingly done with like the diversity, which I could appreciate for it. Um, so definitely recommend to play. Uh, unfortunately, the new DLC is going to drop. It's going to be on the PS5, and your girl don't got PS5. She poor, but she don't got the room for it anyway. <laughs> um. Now with God of War Ragnarok, I just started and still, holy crap. Visually amazing. Like, you know, Daddy Kratos is putting in the work. And unfortunately, small little spoiler, which I also put is also on Twitch and also on my TikTok. I bust out in tears within the first 10 minutes because apparently my dog dies and I don't do well with losing animals because I'm an animal person. And so far, I like the story. I continue on playing it, but still, Horizon Forbidden West is like my top for right now. Now, does for God of War Ragnarok? Now that there was a game, obviously the God of War game before it. Mm-hmm. Do you ha- do you have to have had to play the previous series in order to play these games, or would it enrich more? Because I stopped, I think, at God of War Two. I think from the original series, if I remember, because that was a long time ago. Okay, so I mean the I honestly the only thing is that with the God of War that was on the PS4, um it kind of would make sense, but they kind of fill it in to play the other God of Wars, at least one through three. Mm-hmm. So because they do talk about Kratos' backstory because he's in a different realm. Like first he was like, you know, within with the Greeks, now he's with like the Nordic gods. So it's two different, like, you know, universes being thrown together oh okay that actually interests me because i know that he was going through like different pantheons of gods mm -hmm. okay because i do have god of war because that was part of uh, playstation um that that, that drops i have that Uh was like a couple of months ago so i'm like all right yeah definitely recommend you at least at least play because also um it's gonna be two different voice actors for kratos because fun fact, the person that did Kratos back from like God of War one through three was the homie that was in uh living mm-hmm. in a living single, and now we have the new, actually new now award winning gentleman who now plays yeah. Kratos in the new in the new franchise. So you'll definitely hear a big difference. And that's Christopher Judd, I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah, my man from Stargate SG One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Jafar, yes, <laughs> yes. The, the brother with the gold on his top of his head, yes. I've always, the minute I saw him, I was like, wait, he's doing this. And then I saw he he was award. I was like, wait, what? He won the award. I was like, yo, this is yeah. your year, man. Run it. I was like, yeah, cool. all right, boy. All right, cool. So I definitely have to. So, all right, so I'll. Yeah, I got other games. I'm trying to go through Mass Effect. Yeah, I, I got a lot going on in my life right now, folks. I, Honestly, I just things. just run God of War three on easy mode, just so you can run right through it. 
Mm. Don't even put it on normal. Just run right through it. You'll get more action prompts anyway. Um, the God of War on the PS4, I played on normal. And I'm also playing it on normal on the newer one. So, I mean, it's still tough. It's kind of sometimes like, oh, crap. I'm getting, I'm getting my ass kicked. I'm like, I need to do better. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Well, that is what was going on in gaming 2022. Thank you, Java. That was so insightful. And um, yeah, I'm just going. I should let y'all talk, and I just start going playing games right now because <laughs> my, my my PS4 is is just sitting like, there whispering to me, just like a sweet potato pie would be whispering to me. Um, it's like gonna go... play me, play me. Because when I hit that me. button and I hear that that beat, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I might have to run up on that. But before <laughs> that, I'm gonna I'm gonna be professional. We're going to go with series. Uh, this is TV and streaming. Uh, excuse me. This is um, streaming and network stuff. Robert, what was your series of the year for 2022? So <laughs> can I just give you like right now the, the top five? And then I'll give you. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was difficult, yeah, man. The struggle was real. And I won't I won't like focus on this has like, been a good year. Mind. This has been a good year for, it, for, for content. It has. Yeah. I mean, it's they know um, everybody's home. Yeah, everybody's well, everybody's home. Everybody is, you know, people are still going, they're going out to the movies more than mm-hmm. before, but uh, TV never took a break. Um, and I and I always say, like, since going back to like the Sopranos, uh, you, you have this like premium TV, you know, like movement or whatever. But um, as far as for like 2022, the five that kind of stood out to me were Andor, Interview oh. with the Vampire. Star Trek Strange New Worlds, Abbott Elementary, and a shout out to Takia Marie, a league of their own. Um the yeah, yeah, let's just first of all, let's big ups. Um big up as the kids say, Takia Marie. She uh there's, there's a character in the show uh who is uh who who's an artist. And so the art that they feature in the show was done by our friend and talented artist extraordinaire and just greater all around um, to Kim Marie. So it was, so it was featured in this Amazon prime <clears throat> TV series and um, it's going to get to a point where she stops answering our phone calls and texts. Uh, she, she's going to be Hollywood, yeah. Yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. Um, yeah. But out of those five and strangely enough, like Antonio, there is a network TV show on there, Abbott elementary. Um, if, if yes. y'all haven't watched that, it is, um, it's, it was one of the best comedies that I've seen in a while, but it's one of the best shows. It gives me faith in network TV because <laughs> for me, my interest is always either cable or streaming primarily, but there's nothing to And I know that there are shows outside of cop shows, firefighter shows, <laughs> um, <laughs> Dick Wolf shows, yeah. Dick, all the Dick Wolf shows, you know, yes. uh, hospital shows. Pretty much what and, I watch, <laughs> and, and reality TV. And there's nothing wrong with those. I mean, to be to be honest, it, there's nothing wrong with them. But it's one of those things where the network television it, it, stations or channels they know what works, and I always feel that they take less of a chance than these other places can. Um, and unfortunately, when they do step out into like speculative fiction or like off kilter comedies or whatever, I think sometimes, especially for speculative fiction, they fall off. But Abbott Elementary is just damn, it's just really good. 
it's really good TV. And especially if you know somebody in the education uh, system, it hits harder um, as far as the things that they focus on. So, um, and it's, it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, but as far as my favorite, I'm going to do two. My favorite two shows out of those five were, and it's strange because it's not Star Trek Strange New Worlds. My two favorite shows were Andor and Interview with the Vampire. Um, okay. I'll start with um, and, well, Andor. Um, <clears throat> I was already a big fan of Rogue One, which Star Wars Rogue One, which this is kind of um, a spinoff of, you know, a pre-spinoff. And it it's probably the best thing next to Rogue One that I've seen from Star Wars in a while. Not even in, in actually in not not including the animated stuff, but mm. live action wise, I think that since Disney took <clears throat> they bought the Star Wars franchise from Lucas for gobs of money, next to Rogue One, this is the best thing that they've done. Uh, the acting is good. It's and it doesn't even feel like a Star Wars show at times. It feels like an espionage thriller, which I think works for it. Um, my my thing with Star Wars is because you have this vast universe, play around with the genre as much as you can, and I think that Andor does that very well. Uh, one of the criticisms that I, I keep seeing about it is that it's too slow paced, and I don't understand that <laughs> but that just might be me because like the first first like scene of that series it sets the tone of what is 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 coming and it's and it's a really good tone to set i might just love dark stuff but this show is like you know it shows the birth of the rebellion of um of the rebel alliance and it and that birth is very dirty and grimy so it's it's uh the acting is good the action is really good the suspense is off the is off the chain and um the special effects are are see, like seamlessly weave into the cinematography that you get where you have like these really nice shots so it's like all around i i and i'm a marvel head I love comic books. I think this is like the best thing on Disney Plus right now, as far as like their original content. Um, so Andor was was is one of my one of my favorites. And then we go to something completely different <laughs> in terms of like um, content. Uh, Interview with the Vampire. So I, I I've never read an Anne Rice book, um, but I've watched Interview with the Vampire, and and I really enjoy the movie. So. When I heard that they were going to turn that into a TV series, I was like, okay, you know, let's just see what you know what what comes. So I wasn't like necessarily like hyped about it, but I was just like, okay, this will be something. You know, AMC is getting rid of one crappy show with The Walking Dead. I'm sorry, the show I, I fell off, <laughs> just fell off in the third season. So now they're going to replace it with something possibly quality, and they did, <laughs> and they did. Um, this it it um the brother from um um game of thrones <clears throat> from the um i cannot remember his name the um gray worm gray worm i can, i don't know the actor's name but he he was amazing he was amazing the guy that they had as a thought was was amazing um I, i'm forgetting the the girl's name who they eventually bring in i'm like forgetting characters names but um, the show 
at its core is a really good horror uh, series, but they focus on issues of sexuality. They focus on issues of um, race. They focus, especially with it being a period piece set in early in late 1800s, early to mid 1900s, <clears throat> New Orleans, and that intertwining with uh, those issues mixed in with a with one of one of the bloodiest shows that I've seen in a while. Um, mm. just worked. Like I, I, I didn't think that I would, I was going to get that based on the, the movie, the movie that we had had before. And I think this is a perfect case of when you put people who aren't just straight white men into a show, you have more storytelling opportunities, which just work. Um, it just, and I, I was amazed. Like I said, I, I was amazed on like a few different levels and I, and I wasn't expecting that from this show. Um, and the season finale is, it ends on a really good cliffhanger, but if you want a genre show that will make you think, uh, and then also you have racists getting bloodily killed, which I would, I could, I, that I could have just done with a montage of that. I would have been fine. But um, interview with the vampire just just worked on a lot of levels um and i and i think it's definitely worth worth checking out but those are out of those five and i i, I did enjoy house of the dragon but there was something about andor and interview with the vampire that just kind of hit more and i and i think personally for me interview with the vampire just kind of surmounts endless um then my murder scenes in house of dragons but yeah it, those were the, those were my two standouts for 2022 yeah, um, I I haven't watched Andor yet, unfortunately, because mm -hmm. I feel like every five minutes somebody comes up with a new comic and a new like series on a streaming service, and it's very hard for me to keep track and plus constantly eat food. So I'm I'm trying to balance life and food right now. I mean, I I'll, I don't know about y'all, but that's how I live. Um, yeah, Abbott Elementary is one of the best things out there. Um, shout out to Quinta Brunson, um, like she's watching. Um, no, but just shout out to her because to go from she memes well to up on stage getting awards, outstanding, completely outstanding. And I love it. And it is one of the best casts, yeah. one of the funniest mm -hmm. shows. And it yeah, every, every, there's there's no wasted emotion on that show. No. There's no wasted emotion at all. It's key and it's wonderful. Interview mm -hmm. with a Vampire, yes. Absolutely. Yes. Um, like you were saying, dealing with race, dealing with uh, having this queer couple yeah. um, mm -hmm. in New Orleans and the fact that they're um, vampires and having this white man who's been around for hundreds of years and you have to explain race. And he's like, and he thinks he, he's above it. Oh, I've seen everything, but he's not above it because he still doesn't get the nuances and such like that, which is interesting. And then dealing with um, the, the the topics in it of um, of of, of uh, uh, domestic abuse, yeah, yeah, and um, sexual assault. Mm -hmm. The show weaves a lot of these tales into some that you just think you're just going to get vampires. And fangs and bats, everything, and you get this nuanced story of a relationship. 
and how it goes throughout the years and how there are changes and you can find little aspects of relationships that maybe you had and the way they play it together is wonderful their chemistry is absolutely just palpable like yeah. like you you can feel it and i think that's incredible that they've done that so yes interview with a vampire and i'm a vampire fan mm-hmm. so if something's got vampires i'll watch it so between this and let the right one in which is on showtime i got my vampire fix Plus, there are some Blade comics out that have been coming out, which is awesome. And I got Bloodline coming out, which is great. So, Did you yeah. watch Castlevania on Netflix? Over and over and over and over and over. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just, you I'm just making sure. <laughs> you, you know, the funny thing with that series is it took me about five times to watch that first season. I mm-hmm. At first, I didn't like it. Then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it hit me and I was like, oh, and then I saw it was only yeah. four issues, four episodes. I was like, wait, what? Hold on. I just got into this and now you just tell me it's over. Yeah. That's not right. No, I need two more episodes. <laughs> and it just got better and better and better. And the fact that they're going to be doing another one, which is what I said from the beginning, before everything happened with the the immensely creepy person on, on the show, mm-hmm. they should have done it as almost like an anthology series where you're getting a Belmont every season. Or mm-hmm. every arc, you should say, because yeah. mm-hmm. the Belmont line is long, and mm-hmm. and then you can do one that's uh, um, Alucard and what mm-hmm. he's going through, being the son. I think that's incredible. Let's learn more about the um, the speakers and Sif- like the whole everybody in there. There's no again, no waste of motion. Mm-hmm. People were mad about the animation the first season. I was like, I get it, but they're moving so fast. I think that maybe that's why the animation was like that on purpose. I don't know. I'm I'm not an artist. I loved it though i love the fact that they were moving so fast during those fights that it was almost blurry because we're we shouldn't be able to see them fighting because they're moving so fast it was just and i gotta watch it again thank you just like i don't i already said i'm trying to balance life and food sorry life i apologize food food my bad i think i just combined the two food life thank you so (laughs) last thing we're going to talk about as far as topics that we're going about we're going to talk about comics comics 2002 look y'all were putting in this work on on, on your boy that was some oh that was, there were some bangers out there <laughs> jeez i mean between you know the the comics that are ongoing and the incredible kickstarters that were out there y'all had some bangers i mean whew, this was not easy but i went with these two because they stay in my head um and I'm constantly thinking about them. So first off, I'm going to go 8 Billion Genies. This is from Image Comics. This is written by Charles Soule. This is art, uh, color, designed by Ryan Brown. Letters by Chris Crank and Ryan Brown. 8 billion people on the planet Earth. What if each of them got a genie and got one wish? What would happen? World domination. And the whole world will explode. Not necessarily. Because the wishes end up conflicting. And they end up canceling each other out. That's the story of what happens. No reason. Everyone on Earth gets a genie. And it becomes this really kind of philosophical thing about, well, your wish can cancel out theirs, but then yours can supersede theirs and everything. So the first thing you see is there's this bar in Texas, I think it is. I'm trying to remember where. And it's this random group of people there. They each have their own reason for being there, what have you. When this happens, you see on the news all this crazy stuff going on. You'll see people in rockets. You'll see superheroes. You see dinosaurs. Whatever you can wish. Think of a three-year-old. I want to see um, a, a pterodactyl. Okay, pterodactyl is going to come by. That's it. 
the first per the the person who owns the bar, the first thing they say is, "I wish for everyone in this bar to not be affected by whatever wishes are made outside the bar." Mm. And it goes from there. You begin to see the thought process of why you would make this wish. What would you do with this wish? Why are you holding on to your wish? Why did you wish so quickly? And the genies actually stay with you and they talk to you and they give you the rules. They say, well, we can't do that because this is this and this is that. This is this. It stays in my head because I wonder what would I wish for? Because you're only going to get one wish. And the wish that you're making, again, could cancel out someone else's wish or that person's wish could cancel out yours. But if you're making a wish in the bar, it ends up affecting the people in the bar. So if you're outside and you made the wish and then you come inside and you're like, why did my wish work? It's not going to work in here because it cancels out. It's one of the smartest comics I've read. Hmm. And I read some incredible comics that are beautifully done, amazingly written. The crews are dynamic and diabolical. But this one, the minute I read it, I was like, this is different. So I'm obviously going to buy it. Mm -hmm. And it just became so damn good. And I love it. So, yeah, that's one. The next one is do a power bomb. Uh, this is also from Image Comics. This is from uh, this is uh, been this is uh, written uh, the artist done and created by Daniel Warren Johnson. Um, the you may know him from uh, Wonder Woman uh, Dead Earth, which is like the thing. I think the biggest thing he's done before this is amazing. Colors by Mike Spicer and letters are Russ Wooten. Okay, as a professional wrestling fan, I watch WWE. I watch Impact. I watch ML. W. I've watched ECW. I've watched WCW. I watched New Japan Pro Wrestling. I watch I watch them all because I'm a, I'm a professional wrestling fan. I love seeing different aspects of professional wrestling and even some sports entertainment. But let's talk about professional wrestling. If you're a big fan of Japanese wrestling, I'll say AEW style wrestling, you know that you have to plot out matches and the match can tell a story and what have you. It's kind of what is happening here. Daniel Warren Johnson. This is a, a, a comic about um, a tag team, a man and a woman, who they're trying to bring back someone from the dead. It happens to be the woman's mother and happens to be um, her tag team partner, his greatest enemy in the ring. Now, in this world, wrestling is kayfabe, a.k.a. wrestling is predetermined, not fake predetermined mm -hmm. just like it is in our world but on other worlds professional wrestling is real it's a blood sport it actually like people die mm. so you have all these different realities that come together for this tournament and they can wish for anything and the wish that you get you you can bring someone back from the dead and it turns and when you read the first issue you see this woman she's the world champion and she goes up against this man and there's a slip a botch if you will and he ends up killing her by accident. Slips on the rope, just a little slip on the rope. And Robert, you've watched professional wrestling. We talked about before a little slip like that can be so detrimental. Yeah. It can either injure you um, or kill you. He has all of this incredible guilt inside of him for that. She hates him because she sees him as being the killer that killed her mother. And you go from there. Daniel Warren has done something beautiful because not only plotting the story of these of 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 this incredible um, comic, which is only seven issues, 
I, I say only seven, but it's this incredible expansive story. But he also is plotting out these matches. So he's telling multiple stories in this story. Because it's not easy to plot out a match. And he's showing the moves. And the moves, there's a point where someone does a, a snapdragon suplex. And the first thing I said was Kenny Omega. Oh, my God. Kenny by God Omega. If you're a wrestling fan, you know that's Don Callis off the top. I felt like such a mark and such a geek for professional wrestling when I was reading this. And at the end, it's very poignant. And I teared up a little bit because of what I've been going through over the last uh, 12 months um, with my mother. And I teared up a little bit because it was so beautiful. And I was like, wow, this is probably my comic of the year because the story still hits them. I've read it. Last issue came out last week. Still in my head. I still think about it because it was so great. And I absolutely love that story. So 8 billion genies, like I said, it makes you think. And then this story, especially if, if you're a professional wrestling fan, um, I definitely recommend do a power bomb. It, it was an impulse buy for me. I was like, yeah, whatever. I read the first issue and I was like, that's not what I expected at all. Awesome stuff. So folks, look, you got your gaming. You got your series. You got your movies. You got your comics. Now, like I said, unfortunately, uh, Quincy could not be here to talk about anime, but I'm going to say just on the top of my head, the two things I could think about anime, I'm trying to get back in anime, were we got the return of Bleach, which made um, its its return at New York Comic Con. I was not there. <clears throat> anyway, and the other one was a big thing also was Chainsaw Man. I have to watch that as well. Those are big things that happened. And if you could both give me one thing that you're looking for or, or looking forward to, I should say, in 2023, what would that be? I'm going to go with Robert. <clears throat> so just one thing, um, the Avatar, The Last Airbender, Netflix series. Um, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I. It, it was one of those things where there's definitely a, a bit of controversy because the the creators decided to leave the project and then they went to Paramount and they've created Avatar Studios, which is going to give us everything we've wanted in life. But Netflix still has a show that they're going to do. Um, the only reason I have faith in the fact that this could possibly be their next Stranger Things is that it's the technology that they're bringing to they're using to bring this world to life in terms of the uh, special effects um, and the diversity that they have in front of and then behind the camera uh, is going is also huge and has me hoping that this is possibly going to be like on par with anything you might see on Disney Plus or Amazon. Um, they're going to have to take a huge swing, and I think whatever Netflix, whatever criticisms I have with Netflix, I think this could be something big for them. And that's one of my favorite fandoms. So I'm I'm still going to try to keep the faith, but I will also watch everything that comes out of Avatar Studios <laughs> with CBS and Paramount. But uh, for next year, and Antonio, we're we're comic book fans. Uh, this is I'm hyped more I'm more hyped about this than anything coming out of Marvel Studios. So I I don't blame you. I swear to God, I thought you were going to say Avatar, the James Cameron movie. I'll, oh no, I'll no, you can, I was about you, to shut this stream down. No, I was about to set could, it all on fire, bro. You could take that white man's <laughs> revisionist uh, BS and you know stick it with it, whatever. But um, nah, I, ain't, I I'm good with um, 
I literally got scared. I was that. That's why I gaffed. That's why I was like, <gasps> no, 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 no. The, the, oh, okay. I was like, why? The actual, the actual one that people should care about. But um, yeah, just um, I'd say give it a shot. Um, uh, but also definitely mm-hmm. watch anything that's coming out from the original creative team with uh, Paramount with Avatar Studios. So yeah, yeah, because they do amazing work. Jabba, what about you? What are you looking forward to? What's in your crystal ball for twenty twenty three? Um. Well, I know with. With anime, they're they're kind of tricky when it comes like to like their premieres. So I'm waiting for like the last part of Attack on Titan to come out. Mm. It's supposed to come out winter of 2023. So that means like probably like, January, February of um next year. And I've already read the manga, so I know how it ends. But I've heard misconceptions where like the creators that they're going to do something totally different. And I've been trolling my friends where I'm like, hey, do you want to know what happens in this episode? Because I know I figured out who's going to die next. <laughs> and, but um, Attack on Titans is one of them. I would just say just like getting a bigger interest in like more comic books. Mm-hmm. Like just to catch up and read up on more comic books. Because I did finish the issue of Invincible. I have like the big like condominium one of it. So I finished I finished the first volume. So I need to get volume two and three. And I think that finishes up everything for that franchise. Yeah, I think it's only three compendiums, I want to say. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I just gotta get the other the other two and a couple definitely more Black Panther, because I'm more of a television comic person. So like as like a fan, like I've watched like all the shows and stuff, so I don't really have like I didn't really have like the chance to read them. So now I'm like catching up since I have like, you know, adult any I'm like, I could go actually buy the comic books and read them all as a whole. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's what I'm looking forward to, to, to uh, 2023. Have have you read um in, Invincible before or is this your first time reading it? Well, I, I saw the show on mm-hmm. Amazon and then I'm like, I'm actually interested. Uh, so I want to read the actual comics so I finally read the first part, like the volume one version of it. I'm like, okay, I need more because they only go up to like maybe like like 16 issues for like the show. Mm-hmm. And then everything else is like completely brand new for me. And like, besides, I'm also like a Rick, a Rick Kurtman fan because he wrote The Walking Dead as well. So I finished reading The Walking Dead um, graphic novels, which were good too. So I really don't care about how the show ended, ended anyway. But um, but yeah, I want to like read the other ones because now I just can't. I can only see uh, oh gosh, what's his name? He's a voice actor for uh, Omni Man, but he's also I just call him like J. Jones Jameson because oh they're God, literally yeah. the same character um, at the same time. Simmons. <laughs> huh? J. K. Simmons. Yeah, and I'm like I can't separate the two characters anymore. I'm like it's just J. Jones Jameson in an Omni Man outfit. That's it, put together. He's awesome in everything he does. Yes, where I, I love first it. Time I saw him was in Oz, and I was like, "Wait, this is the same dude that was in Oz?" Oh, oh wait, he's I, just so awesome. I forgot one more that because they just showed the trailer, and I still have to watch it. Is for the new Spider Man. Yes, um, across the Spider Verse. Yes, because they just showed the they just showed the original one a couple days ago when I was uh, decorating. So yeah, I want to see the new the new Spider Man for that one because I think that's coming out June, right? Of next year. I think so. I think so. Yeah, sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. So I'm looking uh, forward to that. You are in for a treat with Invincible because I read through the series 
Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You're in for such a great. They made really great changes in the series, well, in 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 the anime series on 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 Prime on Amazon. Mm-hmm. But the reading through the comic was such a roller coaster for me. Okay. Of things that happened, and it was just the way it did it. Because I would go on, I would go to New York, and the train mm-hmm. ride up to New York is maybe about an hour and twenty minutes or so. I would go up and I would you know hang out with whatever, eat whatever. I would go to the comic shop and I would get like two trades. I would read through one on the train and then I'd get mm. home and I'd only have the one. And I'm like, damn, I need more of this story. <laughs> I would be so upset. Then I got, I, I got caught up with the trades. Ooh. Yes. He yeah, only got yeah. the first one. I need a, that probably like my, <laughs> that probably my, my, my late Christmas gift to myself. They're awesome. You are going to enjoy them. Honestly. Um, yes. For me, 2023, I'm looking forward to um, the the Into the Spider-Verse, honestly. I'm looking forward to Invincible as well, which is starting back up. Season two is going to be in January. Looking oh, really? So they, yes. so they gave a date. because I, I don't know what date, it. but I know it's in January. Okay. Okay, because I, I knew that they were working on because I do follow one of the animators on TikTok that does like some of the sketch work for mm-hmm. Invincible. So I started seeing like stuff for that, which was pretty cool. But okay, I didn't know it was in January. Yeah, I want to say now watch I'd be totally wrong, but I swear it's January. I want it's you okay. to, I, I want you to be right. I mean I, <laughs> I well I want to be right too because I want to watch more of it because it's such an awesome series. And I love it. Um yeah. the other two things I'm looking forward to are Mosley. This is coming out of uh Boom Studios. This is from one of my favorites um Rob Gulier, I'm butchering his name as if I'm trying to make steak. Rob Gulori. Hope that's how you say his name. I'm looking forward to that. And there's also, um, I believe it's called Black Cloak out of Image. Uh, let me just double check to make sure because there's so many damn comics coming out, and I'm like, oh my god. Um, I believe it was yeah, Black Cloak. Um, out of Image. Uh, yeah, that and also I'm looking forward to Stain. I'm looking forward to the next season, the next DLC to Destiny Two. Oh. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, yeah, I um... because as always, I love the darkness power. The minute I got Stasis, I was like, "There's nothing else matters." Then they're like, "Oh, we're, there's gonna be a new darkness power." I was like, "Oh, he who I'm in, yes, give it to me." Hey, I awesome. forgot because there's another season before Lightfall. That's right. Mm, yeah. So, because the dawning is on is for the next what sixteen days? I want to say. Yeah. And then, season of the Seraph is going to end. Oh, oh wait, there's something after season of Seraph. No, no, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was wrong. See, season of Seraph is going to be that until the new, the new expansion drops. Yeah. That's the filler for it. So yeah, no, we're we're good. Yeah, and I'm waiting for that anticipation, honestly. So. With that moment, I, I want to. Yes. Can I toss out one video game? Because I, yes. I just saw Starfield. Um, I'm a huge oh. space opera fan. Um, I, I've never played a Bethesda game, but everything that I keep seeing about this, it just kind of taps into the Star Wars, Star Trek loving side, uh, and actually the expanse uh, of me. So um, I need to get a new system <laughs> to play the game, but. I that's that's kind of like my big video game for next year. Mm. 
there's so much there's, there's going to be a lot going on there's going to be a lot of updating of equipment there's going to be a lot of <laughs> um gift cards gonna, are going to be thrown around quite a bit but i want to ask one more thing of you all um what was your biggest moment of the year java Ooh, um... And let me clarify this for a second because y'all know I'm not like other. I'm asking you as a person, what was Ooh. your biggest moment of the year? Ooh, my. Mm, that's there's a lot of moments. <laughs> Honestly, there there's there's a lot of moments between from, you know, I'll 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 say one. I'll say one. My biggest. My biggest moment of the year was my two-year anniversary for my business as a small business owner. I became, yeah, I we were official back in September of 2019. No, no, 2020. So, like, right during COVID and working through all, like, the bells and whistles and, like, you know, the scammers and people trying to get extra money out of you and stuff and, like, trying to do W-2s and taxes and stuff like that. So, yeah, we are now two years in the making and continue on to make it bigger and better. That's what I want to hear. Amazing. Folks, the link, it's in the episode description. As always, I always want you to always have that information. You can go and click on it. Check out Java's incredible work. You can also go and subscribe and follow on the Twitch and see her stream. Always fun. Always engaging and just wonderful. Robert, what was your moment of 2022? Um, <clears throat> turning my freelance uh, writing career into a full-time job when I got hired by uh, Blowfish Studios to, to become a video game writer. So, um, yeah, it's been... I've been freelancing since 2005. Like as soon as I got out of college, I started with the Atlanta Voice newspaper and then moved into comic books and um, and a bunch of different writing. But this year was the first time that I could actually, and this is this has been a life goal. It's not not to become famous. It's not to. It's to do something that I love doing, and. Mm -hmm take care of my family. I excuse my language. I give a fuck about everything else. Um, That's what's up. Yeah. Like I, and I, because I've seen too many, I've seen people close to me do jobs that they literally hate it, but they had to do it to, to pay the bills. And, and I did that for 17 years. Um, and, and this was the first year that I could actually say, I was proud of the work that I had done at my nine to five. And, enjoy what I'm doing. Um, but um, never above doing anything but writing like I'll, I'll do it to pay the bills. But this year, um, that's why I keep saying data entry, like if I ever I fall out of, you know, with with the writing full time, mm. I'll go back to doing that if I need to. Um, and I ain't too good for that. But um, real talk, this is it, it's it's helped me with my mental, um, but also it's a dream that I've had for a minute to write full time. And it was something that um, I fall for. So um, 
17 years <laughs> freelancing. And and now I can actually say I do a full time. So I'll see that. how it works out. <laughs> but uh, that's that's kind of that might be too much like with the sharing or the information, but um that that's what I'm most that's what and, and just in having an awesome family. Um but yeah, so I'm I'm gonna say something real because cause this is a shoot. Um it's another professional wrestling term. I I love I love the language in that business because it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Robert, I've known you for over 10 years, possibly yeah. maybe about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You are one of the best writers out there. That's no joke. There's no qualifier for that at all. You're one of the best writers out there. People have a problem with the with the word solid with the word consistent. They don't like those words for some reason with things. You need to be flashy. Your writing doesn't need to be flashy because your writing is the sizzle and the steak. You are one of the best creative minds out there, bar none, bottom line. You deliver every single time. When I see your name on something, I know I'm getting quality. I don't need to worry about it. I know I'm getting your best effort. And your best is always vibranium level there ain't there's 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 no there's no other level for you brother you are also one of the most supportive people out there and there's a thing about support that i learned during the pandemic and i've talked about it before about the support that people give it's very sketchy it's very surface and i and i see y'all robert you support people and put people's names in your mouth and share everything what have you whether your name is on something or not because you support the people you support the talent you support the drive you support the flow you support us i appreciate every single damn thing you do you are one of the measuring sticks you are one of the standards this is not me blowing smoke this is not me angling for anything this is straight facts real i don't care what anybody says if you have robert jeffrey on your team that's a win if you have robert jeffrey on your team you better be thanking him every day and being appreciative of what this being can do and he's not just one of the best writers out there not just one of the the best creatives out there he's also one of the best people out there he's a wonderful and incredible human being again not angling for anything that's straight facts. That's a shoot. This man, Robert Jeffrey, is it. Bottom line. And if you're not saying his name in rooms that he's not in, you need to change that. Because he's saying people's names out everywhere. He's at the corner store getting milk and he's talking about somebody's stuff. Bet. Because that's who he is as a person and in core a lot of y'all just support people because your name is on something or you you trying to get dirty with that person oh <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate let's that, be real it's a lot of y'all only support stuff if your name is on it if you can make money from something if it benefits you somehow or if you're trying to get in that person's draws let's say facts please it's too late in the day for the BS. 
And yes, I I'm mean, giving you the Paul he, Mooney eyes. He not lying. I'm just saying. You lucky I didn't shave and just leave the mustache because I would have given you the Morse Day <laughs> eyes too. <laughs> and I would have had Jerome right behind me with the mirror. Then you would have been doing been doing the bird at the same time, right? Oh, I'll do it right now. I don't yeah. care. But that's real. I, I noticed how support nice. worked during the pandemic. And I saw how yeah. it was. And I saw who was invited to the party and who wasn't. Y'all wasn't slick. What you get mad at them for doing, you was doing yourself. Now go run tell that. That's why my mouth is very quiet these past couple years. Because I've seen how you are. Oh. Nasty asses. Oh. <laughs> Throwing some language in there. <laughs> Here's the thing about this show. And I'll say this till the day I die. I'd rather be a friend to the fringe and a voice to the voiceless. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to be a flavor of the week and you can spell week however you want. Mm. Go run, tell that because I don't care. I will never compromise who I am as a person or my integrity mm. or my voice to kiss ass. No. Just because I like a big ass don't mean I'm going to kiss it. Two different things, folks. <laughs> Run it, okay? Please. It's 2022. It's the end of the year. And we've got to do better, bottom line. Yeah. So let's go into the bleak perspective for a minute. Folks, uh, look, it, it's, it's the last one of the year. So let's put on some mood music for a little bit. Oh, yeah, that's it right there. Yeah, that's right. Light that incense, Keisha. Light it. Get my slippers. No, that's not true because I would never ask a woman to get my slippers. Folks, it's the end of the year and it's it's been a tough one. It's been a rough one. It's been a lot going on. As we look to 2023, I want you to feel good. I want you to feel safe. Do what you got to do for you and for your loved ones and your family. Don't worry about the latest trends. Don't worry about your numbers. Don't worry about that. I understand those are things that can help you, but remember who you are as a person and what's happening there. I know it's tough. I know it's rough. My life was kind of on hold for most of 2022. I don't regret it, but I saw where I was going and I saw that, you know, I fell off. This is what, my second show in how many months? I know that. I don't ever want to give you a watered down version of myself. I always want to give you the best that I am, the best that I can be. And if I'm not feeling the show, I'm going to tell you, yeah, this isn't me. This isn't my best show, but I'm here. I'm still going to give it to you. I'm still going to tell you what's going on. I'm still going to try and be that person. Yes, I'm going to be hungry. Yes, I'm going to flirt. Yes, I'm going to talk about a restaurant. Yes, I'm going to talk about comics. And yes, I'm going to try to make some joke that makes me feel inadequate as far as dating. That's what I do. But I want you to be good. I want you to be safe. And in this coming year, I want you to not just survive, but I want you to thrive. I want you to feel good about yourself. I want you to feel good about the person standing next to you or persons. Shout out to my poly people. You know, I love y'all. And do what you can do because that's what matters. Because at the end of the day, all we get is what we get and we got to make the best of it. So relax your mind. Have a little bit of bubbly. Get that weed. I know it is. It's you know it's getting legal. Go and get it. Buy black because they've been locking us up for far too long for selling it. Buy black and do what you can. There's a lot of great people out there to support. A lot of great creatives. 
out there there's a plethora of them whether it is written whether it is visual whether it is music whether it is podcast whether it is singing whether it is whatever it is there's a lot of us out there and we just want to create but we'd like a little bit of this for the creation so where you can support and if you don't have the funds i understand because pockets are tight like you wearing church pants when you was a kid you know them pants was tight tight as them damn shoes you had to wear too when you was a kid well anyway when i was a kid because my shoes was tight share this stuff let them know hey this is great get that engagement again i know it sucks we were we're slaves to the algorithm but we got to work within the system so those people can get that support because they're trying to do what they got to do and you want to see them thrive not just survive in 2023 just like yourself but what do i know folks that's just my bleak perspective and i'm just drinking out of a excellence mug because i'm looking for that black excellence that's all i got to say that chai tea hits different out of an excellence mug i don't know what to tell y'all folks bet so on that note everyone have a wonderful end of the year celebrate your holiday whatever it is that you celebrate I want to thank my guest, Jabba Chan. Again, the link is in the episode description. Go and check. Oh, the, the, you might even catch me there. You might even catch me shooting up some some uh, some some Taken or some Cabal. Probably Cabal because they're big targets and they're easy to hit. And I love it. And they have two, two precision spots, the head and the back, the backpack and the little. Yes, get that. And then down we have Robert Jeffrey. Like I said, I think I just said everything that you need to know about this individual too check him out brother is fox chronicles is is there going to be a kickstarter this year uh, uh, i mean in uh, 2023 yeah there should be um i know then yeah artists artists coming down the pipeline for that so yeah yeah we're shooting for this year or tony tony cade <laughs> he's shooting for this year okay so that's another thing that I'm looking forward to in 2023 because first issue was ridiculous. Um, I, I need to talk to, to Tony about because um, I want to start doing spotlights about comic shops mm-hmm. and his shop is definitely one that, that needs to be spotlighted. So yeah. yes, these two incredible mm-hmm. individuals, Robert's link is also in the episode description. Folks, have a good night. Enjoy it or day, whatever time you're listening or watching this episode. I shouldn't be time biased. Is that even a thing? Time biased? Is that like... Oh, you know, I don't like them because they cavemen. Like that's more bias, I would say, as far as like being, I don't know, whatever. I'm 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 gonna work on that term. Enjoy the rest of your day, your evening, your night. Eat something tasty and remember, do the best you can with what you got, because in the end, that's all that you get. Thank you, y'all. Have a good one. I'm out of here. The shirt's getting tight. I don't know what to tell you. And as we go out for the show, as always, folks, we're gonna do the shoulder shake because it takes a second for a stream yard to 